J.P. Brown. Welcome to episode 15, season 2 of Fathers and Family Court. Now, on today's episode, we are going to continue our voyage of hearing stories from other men uh, across the um, country. Hopefully, we can reach out to some other people across the globe. That'll be dope, too. So, um, But we had an opportunity to squeeze one in the day uh, before Thanksgiving here, so I had to hear take the opportunity to hear this story. Um, I don't really know too, too much about this story. I just know uh, some pretty, um, I know how much time he gets with his kid. That's pretty much all we've gotten a chance to really like go into detail about. So uh, just off of the time he's getting for how much time he's gotten is like not enough. So I got him on this cast. We've been blessed with the opportunity to hear his story. Um, I really hope you enjoy this story. Um, I hope you can get something from it. I hope you can get something from all these stories because they're all useful and they're all meaningful. Uh, I want to appreciate you. I'm going to tell you I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, If you know somebody, a hurting dad, a hurting father, or a mother who is uh, alienating a child, this is what you should do. You should copy this link and send this podcast over. Um, If it's for a father, let him know he's not hurting alone. If it's a mother who's alienating a child, let her know what she's doing. I appreciate you, and I hope you enjoy the listen. Uh, so today we have the pleasure of hearing the story um, from Arcadia, and I think this is special because it goes to show um, what what all comes from, if someone takes something from you, you can be down, or you can stay down, or you can get up, and you can start helping other people who are down. Arcadia, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Man, God's been great to me, man. I'm, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to have you on today and hear your story. Uh, we've been conversing. I, I, a quick backdrop, again, me and Arcadio have spoken a couple times prior to this, but nothing extensive, just enough to, like, get familiar with each other. Um, and so I've been thinking about his story without even hearing it, so I'm anxious to hear what happened, uh, how it went, and how it got to this point. Um, so how, how, how um, real quick before we start, how old are you, Arcadio? I'll be 35 in two weeks. Man, you are the youngest looking 35-year-old I have ever seen in my 31 <laughs> years of living, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. How old is your baby? How many children you got? I only have one, and my son is one. He'll be two in January. He'll be two in January. He's getting ready to be two here. Okay. Yeah, uh, he is. That's sweet, man. Well, happy birthday to him. My son's birthday is January, early January as well, so I'm excited about that. Uh, right after Christmas, man. So it's a boo-boo, but I take it. I take it with a smile. You know what I mean? Um, okay. I, I'm happy okay. about that. But yeah, man, so let's talk about it, man. So how did it start? What happened? How did, how did, how did it all start? Well, before I go any further, um, my name is Arcadio Santana, and I'm from Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. And I've been, for the, for the um, long, currently, I have a history of dealing with Parental alienation, physical abuse, verbal abuse, and mental abuse, all in one. Uh-huh. Enough, enough to the point where some fathers commit suicide off of certain stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I what I've been what I've been doing in in my life is I've been avoid I've been doing my best to avoid the nonsense, but um, 
start the story off, my 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 relationship with my son's mother has been there's been good times and there've been bad times. Most of it has clouded everything with the bad times. And one of the bad things that I've done was I was engaged with my um pre- with the um ex fiance a previous relationship that I was in. One of the one of the things that I've done was I've never gave myself time to heal at all. Right. I jumped out of a room. Huh? No, I'm just agreeing with you. I was just like, right. I'm listening. I'm right. like, yeah, you didn't give yourself no time to heal from the past relationship. You just went right to it. I didn't. I, didn't. I jumped out of a relationship too quickly. I, I jumped out of a relationship and jumped into a new relationship way too quickly without giving myself time to heal or anything. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I wasn't ready to be in a relationship. But the the time the time that I was spending with her and the and the fun moments that I was having with her, mm-hmm. all of it was fun and I can never ever ever as time goes on I can never sit here and say the time that I spent with her wasn't fun. Right. Because the, the fun moments was really fun and it and it gave me enough at least what I felt at that time, enough of a reason to wanna be in a relationship with her. Right. That wasn't looking from her perspective without within seeing if she had different ulterior motives, which she honestly did. Right. Her ulterior motive was to have a baby with someone. Right. With someone or anything because I've been I've been in rela- in a relationship with her and most importantly, she's older than me. Currently right now, like I just revealed, I'm about to be thirty five in in two weeks. Right. And she is and she is forty six. Oh, okay. No, there's a there's a big gap frame between you. She only has two kids, one from a previous relationship that she was in, and obviously one from me. Her older her oldest son is nineteen. He's gonna be twenty in January. Wow. I mean, I'm sorry, February. Okay. Yeah. So, throughout the years, she has been um hitting dead end after dead end after the dead end, or you could say brick wall after brick wall after brick wall when it comes to conceiving a child. Right. So, she pretty much looked at me almost as if I was like the golden child to the point where, or the chosen one, to the point where I would be able to give her one. Right. And blame it on her and say this is her fault that we had the child because, you know, I, I knew what I was doing, especially when you're having sex with someone unprotected. You know exactly what you're doing and, and the causes of what it, what could happen. So us having a child was a mutual agreement between the both of us. Right. I had the intention of believing that our relationship was going to be a relationship where we're going to be with each other for a long time. Right. Or at least marry immediately after the child's born or when we're or before he's born. Everything what what she told me was going to happen and my hopes of where the relationship was going to go mm-hmm. was a big, big lie, and it was a great big fairy tale that she made it all seem. Right. Throughout the relationship with her, I was getting bullied by her. It would come to a point where, where she would cur- curse at me, and I would get like so nervous to the point where I don't know how to respond back. Now, mind you, the last relationship I had just came in out of before with my ex fiance. That was a, a verbal, a verbal and mental abuse relationship that I was in with her, mm-hmm. and I was bullied by her. One of the things 
being in my, my relationship with my son, mother is to stand up for myself and never let anybody put you down and make you feel less of a man mm-hmm. or less of a that 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 person might try making you feel. Mm-hmm. That's nah. the one thing that I that's the one thing that I learned from my son's mother. Nah, man, and and I, and, and I, I don't mean to cut you off here. I just want to piggyback on that for a second, man. We don't off we I, we haven't talked too much about. Uh, None of the guests yet thus far, maybe one, um, there haven't really talked much about um, domestic violence on the other way. But mental abuses goes the same way, too. You know, it's been a lot of times where I'm talking, even my son, even my child's, children's mother, you know what I'm saying? When the, she lost me the minute she called me a bitch-ass motherfucker. It's over. What? Bro, who is you talking to? This ain't that type of party, bro. Matter of fact, you a bitch-ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like that. But but that's just what's in my heart. You know what I mean? Because I can't just let, you know, I, I, I it's hard for me, bro. Because I just, because I know people, they use words to try to hurt you and shit. And then when you got words and you say something that matches their energy, but it's just a little bit smarter. You play the game better than them. Now they want to fucking just get fucking dirty and get nasty. And so I don't really like to play that game, but like... That's how my circles be going around with me. Because when someone, I get somebody like that around me, bro, shit, bro. Because, you know, you just can't say anything to me. Because I'll say some hoe-ass shit right back to you to have you like, damn, fuck him. Yeah, because why you talking to me like that? You know what I'm saying? I, I just can't take it, bro. It's no reason for that. But I think, why do you need to disrespect each other? You know what I'm saying? I think you, the best way to go about it is just respect each other. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to talk on that and under- tell you that I understand you. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. I'm sorry. So, she has given me, throughout the time of me being in a relationship with her, uh-huh. she has given me more than enough reasons to walk away from the relationship and just not be with her. Right. But there was something that was inside of me that made me feel like I didn't want to break up with her. One of the reasons was because I didn't want to be lonely. Because I felt like if I walked away from her, I wouldn't be, like, with that significant other, having fun, having moments, and and all of that. I didn't want to be lonely, so I put up with the nonsense, which I should not have done. The second reason was because I didn't want my son being born into this world with two parents co-parenting. And I felt that my son deserved both parents being in a relationship with each other because my parents was in a relationship with each other. I wanted to try and strongly um, mimic something like that. Yeah, give them what you had, man, because you've seen it work. You know you got a good heart, man. You know what I mean? And and it's rare, man. You know probably, listen, I've never been to New York, but I'm sure you know plenty of your friends that didn't have their father around, and that ain't what you wanted, man. Yes, yes. So I pretty much have dealt with so much while she was pregnant. And she wanted me in so many different ways because this is my first time ever dealing with anything like this. She wanted me in so many different ways to believe that when women are pregnant, they deal with hormonal issues, pregnancy, um, pregnancy brains, which I, pregnancy hormone issues, all of that. Uh-huh. Certain things I knew was with the pregnancy hormones and the, and the attitude, all of that. I knew certain things I knew. Like, for instance, when whenever I would go out and get her food that she might ask for, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be my mistake, but the person that's making the food would, com- 
completely forget, for instance, white sauce on a gyro. And she went crazy because there was no white sauce on the gyro. Right. And little things like that, I knew that it wasn't just her. It was it was her being pregnant and, and the hormonal issues that pregnancy women go through. So, and then it also came to a point where I started getting a mental abuse relationship towards um, dealing with a mental abuse relationship with her while she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. My ex would say cheated on me with four men. Right. I repeat, four men. So, one of the main things about my um, ex fiance was that she always wanted to remind me about her and remind me that she cheated on me with four men. She cheated on me with four men. She was almost infatuated at the fact that the, the ex that I was with, I practically gave her so much. And did so much for her. Right. Because she knew that I did so much for her, she felt that I should be doing just as much for her because I'm having my first child with her because I did X, Y, and Z for the last one. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much a comparison game that she was doing. Hey, man. Oh, I, I just... You know, I, our, you know, huh? Go ahead. She looked at it like in, in her way, saying... Oh, Arcadio did this and that for that for that last one. So now he can do this and that and even greater for me because I'm having his first child that he always wanted. Right. So it was it was a a mental game that she was playing with me. One of the things that she said to me when we got in an argument and a, de- a debate that we had was, while she's pregnant, carrying my firstborn child, I should cheat on you. I should cheat on you. But the only difference is that I'm not going to cheat on you like your ex-fiance did with four men. I would never forget her saying something like that to me as long as I live. I would never, ever, ever forget her saying something like that to me. Leading up to leading up to that moment, like like a few weeks later or so, mm-hmm. I started getting attacked with her physically hitting me. So you said you you did what now? Leading up to after her, her saying that she peed on me a uh-huh. few weeks after that, uh-huh. she asked me to buy her Ugg boots. And I told her no because, well, for one thing, I was joking with her because I honestly was going to get buy her Ugg boots. And for two, I wanted her to also understand that we're supposed to be saving up as a team. If we're, if we're having a child, we're supposed to be saving up doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. So when I told her no, that I wasn't going to buy her up boots. She started physically hitting me and pushing me. Hitting you and pushing you physically. Was she hitting you in the head or hitting you in the stomach or what, Arcadia? All of that. In the chest, stomach, everything. And, and this is a 46-year-old woman, man. Yes. What in the fuck? What in the fuck? 46 years old, man. Set an example, at man. The Set the tone. At the time, 44. But this was 2018. Right. Not, okay, not I'm like sorry. It no, 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 it's no, really no. not. It's not. Not like it makes much of a difference between just a two-year gap. No. But, but at the same time, this is coming from a woman that that's that's older than that's a, that's old enough to be me that me and your mother. Exactly. And on top of that, and on top of that, bro, and on top of that. Well, she, you said she was pregnant at the time. 
Yes. So why are you why are you endangering your child, throwing throwing blows, swinging, fighting, when you're pregnant with a child? Now my listeners already know the deal, okay, Arcadio, but I'm gonna tell you right now when my when my child's mother was pregnant with my with my daughter, she fucking smashed glass and tried to cut my child out the womb. Okay, there was a square on her stomach through her entire pregnancy. All right. It, that was mm-hmm. just the gist of it, man. That's, that's small. That's small. She did everything pregnant. She didn't care. She was fucking doing, fighting, yelling, running, everything, dog. Just everything. She didn't care. Still smoking. You feel me? She didn't give a fuck, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Didn't give a flying fuck, right? Got the watch. Make sure she ain't trying to sneak cigarettes and shit. I don't smoke cigarettes, so I super hate cigarettes. But you know what I'm saying? I'm watching her. Bro, don't fuck, bro. You... This ain't no game, bro. This is a real kid, bro. She's my baby. Is supposed to be listening to classical music, bro. It's supposed to be you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, that shit. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to go show the incompetence of you know. They always motherly this, motherly that. Well, where was the motherly instinct? And st- you know what I'm saying? Why you gotta do all the logical thinking? You talking about? Uh, we gotta say, an old girl. You know what I'm saying? Get mad that you say. The adult thing, and you end up being a bad guy, swinging on you, with kid in st- Man, that's crazy. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Arcadio. It's okay, bro. It's okay. So it, it, it actually gets greater than this because her behavior it, at, at this point is just bizarre. It's just be, beyond bizarre at this point. So one one to two months after that happened. I forgot where me and her came back from, but we came back. I was, I'm inside and she's cutting up chicken. She's cutting up chicken, getting ready to make curry, curry chicken because she's of the West Indian culture. Right. And, and, and her older son um, is packing a book bag and stuff, getting ready to go to the movies. So, she know she started noticing something suspicious of him, and stopped him, and and approaches him with a knife in her hand, saying, "Where are you going with the book bag? If you're going to the movies, yelling at him, pointing a knife at him, saying, "Where are you going with the book book bag? Um, to the movies." Right. Now, mind you, she wanted to see what's in his book bag, and threatens him, saying, in these exact words, and I quote. Show me what's in your book bag or I'm going to cut your fucking throat. Wow. Uh, and she's saying this at her at that time to her 18-year-old son. Wow. And I'm sitting, there, I'm sitting there like, am I not? Did she forget that I was here and she's doing all of this? So she goes into the room because she's catching him. She, she obviously knows her son extremely well to know when he's doing something sneaky and whatnot. Right. So she goes in his room and goes goes in this frenzy looking for, goes in, in his closet looking for stuff to see if he had weed on him because he has a history of smoking weed that she caught on, on him with doing before. Right. So he's trying to stop her from going in the closet. And while she's pregnant, he's saying, if you make me lose this baby for this, that, I'm going to have a problem. She's smacking him, hitting him, smacking him, hitting him. So she's calling me to get involved which I did not want to get involved, and I'm mad that I did get involved. So she called me to get involved, and the next thing that happens is I'm 
telling her son, just let her go in the closet. If you if you know you did if you know she's wrong, and you know she and you know you don't have anything, just let her go in the closet. Because I here's what I'm thinking to myself. I'm thinking that his mother's crazy, which she is. I'm thinking that, but which she is crazy, but I'm thinking that she's crazy to the point where this kid don't have nothing on him. Right. And if he left him in the closet, he'll be able to see that he has nothing but clothes and sneakers in there. Right. But instead, when he finally go, when he finally, after numerous attempts of him stopping her and her attacking him, he lets him go. He lets his mother go in the closet, and in the container. He had douce liquor in in his, in that bottle. Now, mind you, for a little while now, I, I used to buy liquor at a local liquor store near nearby our house, and I would store liquor up over there. I never noticed the entire time that my liquor was was shrinking because I'm thinking that I'm I'm killing it. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Right. And I bought a big, a big ass bottle of douce douce cognac. Right. Which is my my favorite dark liquor. I'm actually sipping on that right now as we speak. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> but that's my favorite dark liquor. Uh-huh. I never noticed that it was going down low. So when she sees when she sees it, she said, Arcadio, what's this? This is your do say. And I say, Hey, I'm not getting involved, that's between you and your son. But sure enough, it was my do say after I tasted it later on. She got herself so so angry, so mad, and so upset that her blood pressure was skyrocketing high. But it made me automatically see that if my son did something like that, he would have a knife near him and threaten him to yeah. cut his throat. Oh yeah. She could have. She could have cut me. She and she could have cut herself. Yeah. And lost the child. And yeah. she could have cut her older son by mistake by her anger. Like yeah. it was something completely stupid. Oh, dog, that was some dumb, dog, I ain't gonna hold you up, I'm all for a good parenting, but the shit you said that lady just did was just flat out some dumb ass shit, man, ain't no excuse, bro, I don't, I'm, I understand getting angry, why, 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 but bro, pay attention, you know what I'm saying, like, pay attention, you know what I mean, if you, if you think he, if you think he that, then let him go to the movies, run up, you know what I'm saying, get in his book bag, whatever, but why you gotta, What's up with the knife shit, though? You know what I'm saying? Well, you gonna tell your kid? You why would you ever fix your mouth to say you're gonna? Her. You had to take it. I had to. Yeah, I had to be the one to take the knife from her while I'm getting in between. I took the knife from her and put it back in the sink. Right. Because literally, who knows what could have happened? Accidents happen. Yeah. And accidents don't happen. Hypothetically, maybe she probably would not have not have cut herself. Me. Or her son. Right. But it's only that what if. No, nah, man, ain't no nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, fuck that. There was no need for no knife to be out. Wow. No, I had no, a knife, no. bro. I had a knife pulled on me, bro, at my own house before, bro. You know what I'm saying? My baby mom pulled a knife on me, bro. Gee shit. I had to take all the knives. I was like, okay. I took all the knives from out the crib and, and put them up somewhere hot. Like, there was no knife, no steak knives at my crib. I, I No knives in there. It, at all, like I hit him, but I hit him. Some she never washed clothes ever, never worked a dryer one time since we lived in that crib. But I tell you what, I put them knives in that laundry place, bro, up off the top there. I'm like, oh, she don't do shit over here, lazy motherfucker. I'm gonna put it over here. You know what I'm saying? Put it up there. But yeah, no, I had a good friend, man. Rest his soul, man. R.I.P. J.V.D. Man, 
He really got stabbed, man, to death. I got another friend that got stabbed. He survived. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's that knife shit serious, man. You know what I'm saying? You know? Mm-hmm. Why would you ever threaten to poke your motherfucking kid, man? Over some shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? What type of shit is that, bro? Over a nick sack? <laughs> Come on, man. You 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 comfortable giving them Tylenols? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? I'm sorry. I'm just I, I'm just feeling for you, bro. I'm trying to put myself in your shoes that day, man. Standing there, you know what I'm saying? Go, go ahead, though. I'm sorry. When it was over, when it was over, I was disturbed by it of what I seen. Right. I was disturbed. Then the first person I picked up and called was my best friend, and I and I was just like stunned and shocked. Like, like there were so many what the fuck moments that I was saying to myself and and when I was talking to my best friend on the phone about it because I didn't know I was sitting back saying what the fuck did I just see what the fuck did I just witness like if I was never involved in this an accident could have happened you could have accidentally cut yourself and lost a baby you could accidentally cut your own flesh and blood your own son it wasn't no accident when you walk a knife over there and you talk about cutting motherfuckers up if a struggle and so, I mean, accident, I guess. But, like, you brought that bitch over there and you bringing the energy with the knife. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a conscious decision you made. You know what I mean? And it sounds like one of judges overlooking and we're going to get to that. But that's something I don't understand how that, that, that's fucking ridiculous, man. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, man. So, from that moment on, that's when I realized that I right there for my listeners, bro. Look how into it Arcadio is. I just want you all to put yourself in Arcadio's shoes for a second, all right? He just described a situation he described, right? And then now he's getting ready. Like, he can't just bail out. He can't just go home. There's nowhere to go. He has to stay here, and he can't just leave. And I'm going to tell you why he can't just leave. He can't leave because he cares entirely too much about this child, so much so that he's like, he still thinks about the blood and the blood test, and all these things are still fresh in his brain. The instance he just described is fresh in his brain. If you can listen to his voice, you can tell, you know what I mean? This is fresh in his brain. And it happened maybe two years ago, but this shit is in his brain. It's in his, it's, it's, it's etched in his fucking soul. Like, you know what I mean? And, 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 and helping other people is a good release for us, but I just want fathers to see... When you got to talking about that blood test, it just really showed me, like, look at that, man. You know what I'm saying? Look how much you care, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why you, look how much you fucking care. You know what I mean? That's what, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just I, want my I listeners to see that. Her. I went with her for, um, not all of them, but half of her doctor visits. Right. Half of her doctor visits. 
Um, and, um, and even and even to see the child up on the big screen, I was definitely there for all of that. Right. And when they when it was told that we're having a boy, I that was like that's every father's dream. A father's gonna be happy regardless, especially if it's a healthy baby, boy or girl. But that's every father's dream to have a child. Right. Growing up, my father's name is Arcadio as well, and my grandfather's name Arcadio. I'm the third. Realizing realizing that I came from um my father and my grandfather with both of them having the name Arcadio, mm-hmm. I made a promise to my father and my grandfather. Both of them is not here anymore. They both are deceased. Man, rest they soul, man. I'm thankful for the, all the good things they put in you. And I just want to say, they live in you now. You know what I mean? And that's why you fight the way you fight. Because they are living you now. Every day, each Arcadio is you now. You know what I mean? That's dope as hell. But go ahead, man. I'm, that's why you fight so hard. You know what I'm saying? That shit crazy. Thank you. Oh, you already you. know, man. That's yeah. You know what I said about the name? I said, man, that sounds like a dog-ass football player. <laughs> it's a hard-ass name. But yeah, go ahead. So I never forget growing up, like from... The time my father even even helped me understand from that I was named after my dad mm-hmm. and that I was named after my grandfather. From the time I, I I never forget it. From the time that I was real young, under realizing that I'm the third, I always said to my dad, one day when I have a kid, I'm gonna name him Arcadio the fourth. I'm gonna have a have a son. Right. And thankfully, to thank thanks to God, unfortunately it was through bad circumstances, but I still was able to have one and carry my name on, but not the way that I expected it to. So, okay, that's dope, man. So you were still able to do it. Yeah, but it was with controversy. Here's here's how we go with this. She knew from the Jump Street, when even even dating me, that if I ever have a son, I will always want to have my son named after my, um, my father and my grandfather and me. Right. So what made her think this? But for some, for some, for somewhere in her head, she was thinking the entire time that she's having a girl. She's having a girl. She's having a girl. She's having a girl. I don't know what made her think this at all. So when it came down to the blood test and 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 us getting the results of what sex the child is, it was almost as if she was disappointed. Right. Because she didn't want a boy, she wanted a girl. So when she when she um swallowed her pride finally and accepted that she was having a boy, it came down to us naming the child. Right. So one of the things she tells me is that originally his middle name was supposed to be Logan because that's the first first name she came up with. So she tells me that. I should name, um, I should introduce him as Arcadio to my friends and family, and she introduced the baby as Logan to her friends and family. <coughs> so, what the, the first, fuck? Yeah, the first, <coughs> that made me, that, man, that made me hit the, made me hit the, inhale the tree, man, what the fuck? <coughs> man, now, I, my, I was doing good, I done put back a whole L, man, I did <laughs> you said that shit, I got the man. Damn, that made me. I had to hit the kill wrong. Duh, gee. Oh, my goodness. The reason she got, she got the idea of that because her first son, he he's 
named after his father, and, and he is of Haitian descent. Right. With his first name, so he hates his father so much, and hate and hate him being Haitian, half Haitian, so much because it, his, his first name is a one hundred percent Haitian name. Right. Hate. I I got two best friends that's Haitian. When I told them the situation, I told them his name. Right. The first thing they said was, "Is he Haitian?" I'm like, yes, he's 50% Haitian. Right. So she hates the fact that he's named after his father, so she um, acknowledges him by his middle name. Right. And that's how she was raised up by thinking his name is Justin, when that's not his name. So she yep. decides to want to do the same thing with my son, but meanwhile we're in a, in a relationship, but we're not broken up. So I tell her straight up, I don't agree with this, because that's going to leave him as being confused. This leads on to the next day, and I said, hey, baby, we got to talk about this. She, she's just getting out the shower changing. Hey, baby, we got to talk about this name. But, I, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be good with him, be, with, with the way it's going on. Talking to her, just softly spoken like that. She comes off at me aggressive to the point where I don't, I can't tell her what to do, and this is her baby, her baby, her baby, her baby. Right. So... One of the most racist things she's ever said to me and I've ever dealt with in my life. I've dealt with racism. I've even dealt with jokeful racism. Right. Mean jokeful. But I've never dealt with it to the point where it was so mean and vicious. Now, mind you, I'm of half, I am of half 50% black and I'm half Puerto Rican. Right. And my name, Arturio, is a Hispanic name. In, in Spanish, it's pronounced Arcadio. Right. In English, Call it Arcadio. Right. So very few, very it was. It's rare that you hear me call, pr- pronounce myself as Arcadio unless you're Hispanic and understand. Right. So when I when when one of the things she says to me was is that I don't even like your name. Your name is too Spanish. I'm having a black baby, not a Spanish baby. Right. What are you gonna What are you gonna have his middle name be? Federico. Right. So, you could cut the tension with a knife because I got instantly silenced after that. It was a strong, racist remark that she said towards me regarding my my heritage. I felt like not only did she disrespect me, she disrespected my father, she disrespected my grandfather, and she disrespected my heritage, my, my Puerto Rican heritage, by, by saying something like that. And I was grossly disrespected by what she said and when I spoke to her about it she never even acknowledged it as what she did with racist she never acknowledged what she did was disrespectful or anything she acknowledged it as that's how I felt so you have to acknowledge you have to accept it well man folks who do act like that never really want to take accountability man I mean we could all say some whole ass shit in the month at the time when we mad, but we could come back to my like, damn, you know that whole ass shit you on my mind. I'm sorry. It ain't that big of a bit big of a deal. Just say you sorry, apologize. If someone's you know what I'm saying, you hurt someone, you offend them, just apologize. Ain't that hard to do, you know what I mean? But go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, so during that during that time, I felt I felt strongly, strongly, strongly disrespected. Oh yeah. The news, yeah. So a few more weeks later, she tells me, "I'm trying. I'm trying to be understanding 
and accepted by her wanting to call my son Logan because I started looking at it like as, you know what, my son, regardless what name she calls him mm-hmm. or whatever, my son on the birth certificate, social security card, everything, his name is still going to be Arcadia. Right. So then I'm thinking that his name is still going to be Logan for the longest time. So I said, yeah, I'm going to call my son Little Wolverine. So, you know, because if anybody watched comics or, or X-Men, Wolverine's real name is Logan. So I, I, I said that I'm going to call him Little Wolverine. So he said, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. His name is not going to be Logan anymore. His name is going to be Bryson. So I said, where'd you get that name from? Her older son came up with that name and named him that. I'm like, wait a minute. Say what? So your your older son is having this baby. Your older son helped to help create this this child, and you mean to tell me he's naming our son that we both created? That's where I started getting mad and pissed off at. Right. Because because I I can understand if you have a personal relationship with your son and you've been through a lot with him, but you're disrespecting me because right. this is my son, not your son's son. This is my son. This is your son. This is our son. Right. And you sitting here telling me that your son came up with this name, and then you're threatening telling me that my name, um, Arcadio, is going to be his middle name, and Bryson is going to be his first name. And I have no, no say-so in anything. Yeah, so... That's fucking trash, man. Exactly. The, 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 the nonsense between me and her was an ongoing thing, non-stop. Later on, she finally decided to call him Arcadio Bryson Santana the Fourth. Right. But at the same time, because I have a Hispanic name and it's too Spanish, she still to this day doesn't acknowledge him as Arcadio. She acknowledges him as Bryson. But when he goes to the doctor, she calls him Arcadio. When she's claiming him for taxes, she calls him Arcadio. When he's going anywhere else, business-wise or anything, she calls him Arcadio. But introducing him to friends, to family, or even to daycare, which I have no access to, she calls him Bryson. Bro. Because her son is half Puerto Rican like his father. Bro, I want to show you something, man. Crazy thing about names. Yeah, my son, uh, he had a name... And uh, I wanted to call him one thing, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't really know exactly if he was my son at this time because of how old girl was. I know her personality. I know exactly who she is. I knew who she was. I knew I wasn't supposed to be there anyway. <clears throat> but you know, you know, God, you know, you you just you know you just be there sometimes. But anyway, uh, call him one thing, you know. But like, so. I, I had really no say. You know what I'm saying? You obviously at the end of the day you have no say. So she names them after three rappers, bro. Swear to God. Name them three rappers' names. You know what I mean? Like blatantly. And I'm like, bro. I'm not calling them my kid. I don't I get it. I know some people with the name. But I'm gonna call them something else. You know what I'm saying? Because bro, off Tiggity, you named him three rappers. You know what I'm saying? And like my people call them, my people call them, uh, my people call them, um, 
you know, by they give him nicknames for his name, you know what I'm saying? But it's just something, you know what I'm saying? I, I let him know it's a nickname, though. Like, that ain't your real name. I let him know. Like, that's a nickname, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's their introduction to nicknames, you know what I mean? And shit, that's cool. That's just shit. That's how nicknames come about, you know what I mean, at times. But so, man, you know what I mean? I understand. I only told you my side to just tell you that. I understand, you know what I'm saying, I feel, I feel your pain behind the name shit, you know what I mean, cause it's like, damn, but I get you, and it, and it ain't right too either, man, the racist shit, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I'm half white, and I'm half black, well, I'm half Polish, and I'm half black, you know what I mean, so, same difference, I guess, but like, uh, but yeah, man, I get called white this, white that, you know what I'm saying, White mom this, white this, white that, you know what I mean? I don't, it don't bother me, I am white, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? Alright, I guess, but I'm Polish though, so like, you don't know nothing about my history, I know you don't, because I barely know about the history I come from, I know you don't, you know about what happened here, shit, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I know what happened here, but I don't know what happened about my people. I don't know nothing about them. We just got here. Like, them folks just got here. You know what I'm saying? They ain't, I mean, not just got here, but, like, in recent history. It wasn't like, wasn't no, we ain't had no nothing going on. My white folks ain't had nothing going on. So when somebody say something like that to me, it, I just be like, man, my best friend, man, I, I had since three years old, Arcadio. She's, she's Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? And And how I look, if you look at my picture. It's a lot of Puerto Ricans and Mexicans where I'm from, you know? So, yeah, how I look, people mistake me for that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? But it's never that. But it's just like, you know, I, I, I shit, I still love them. You know, I mess with my Puerto Rican friend all the time. Give her hell, calling her Mexican and shit. You know, she gets so mad. You know what I'm saying? But I've been doing that since we was babies. You know what I'm saying? Just my friend, you know what I mean? Like a sister to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. Um, but... Just to go to show, man, uh, respect the Puerto Rican culture as well, man. And if, if you out there listening to this, any listeners are experiencing any racism, um, man, speak up for yourself, man, and let it be known that that's not right. You know what I mean? And it may cause friction or whatever, but if you know it's not right, it ain't right. You know what I mean? It ain't right. Man. Or if you being racist to somebody, man, stop that shit. But go ahead, Arcadio. I'm sorry. The next thing with the, with, with the, with the name. It's going, it's going down the line to the point where wherever wherever she's with my family and we say the name Arcadio, sit there and be silent and don't say nothing. Completely. Right. Silent, silent, silent. And it's awkward because I know deep down inside how she feels about my name, but whenever she comes around my family, she's being completely fake, acting like she's something different. Right. And, it, and all of it's making me, making me mad. Leading up to Christmas, no, on, on Christmas Day, 2018, she attacked me again. She attacked me again and physically hit me. On Christmas Day? On Christmas Day. Now, her reason for doing it was because one of the things that I, I'm at, a, I'm already at a certain point with her now that I'm realizing she's a bully. She's a big bully. And... I'm standing up for myself against this bully, and she don't like me standing up for myself at all. Right. So I'm I'm standing up for myself to the point where one of the things I said was, and everything that 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 transpired between this, it was so small. 
small and petty. So I I at that time um didn't have a bed anymore because my bed broke down. Uh-huh. I wound up uh, saying as I'm laying in her bed with her, I'm saying like, damn, your bed so man good. It makes me miss my bed. I miss my bed. Damn, I really miss having a bed because at that time I was just sleeping on the couch. Right. So one of the things she said to me was that nasty ass bed of yours. You couldn't miss it. I looked at her and I responded back to her, this nasty ass bed of yours. <laughs> this nasty ass bed of yours. I shouldn't even be laying in it. Right. So it's like she hit me with a jab. I hit her right back with a jab. Right. So because I stood up for myself, she didn't like me doing it, and. She started yelling at me, cursing me out, and I'm, like, getting boiling mad, and I'm just saying, like, yo, I'm sick of your shit. I'm just sick of you. I'm just, every time, like, I can't take it with you anymore. I'm sick of you. So, the next thing she started doing is pointing her fingers dead in my face, like she's like she punking me out. Right. I told her two times. I, I told her two times, get your hands up my face. I told her a third time, get your hands out my face. So I pushed her hands out my face, and she punched me hard as hell in my chest and in my stomach. What the so fuck? So at this point, this is when I, I had it with her. I had it with her. And I told her, yo, I'm sick of you putting your hands on me. You're a bully. Immediately after that, you should be used to getting bullied. Is what she tells me. Right. When I push her hands out of my face, the first thing she tries doing is claiming that I touched her. And she playing the victim. Is that I physically put my hands on her when I just push her hands out my out my face. And she's the one that physically wailed on me and hit me. Right. Because you know why? Because, man, you ever man, it's 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 the real thing, man. They hot they, they, listen, bro. We want equality, all right? Now, mm-hmm. it's never okay for nobody to punch nobody. Shouldn't nobody be doing nothing nobody else don't do to you. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. What's so hard about just treating each other like humans and trying to consider it? Like, why can't folks disagree without taking it there? You know what I'm saying? So you have a riff. Why you got to take it there? You know what I'm saying? Like, why you got to take it there? Damn, like, it, you know what I mean? Why? On that day, on that day of Christmas, because it was part of it was the reason why she apologized was because it was on Christmas. I was highly pissed off. I was highly upset, and she seen it. And she also felt bad at the fact that, and I'm gonna be a man about it. I got so frustrated as as the kid that I started crying. Oh yeah, no, and yeah, you could be that man. So bad, she felt so bad with what she did. And she apologized to me. But I I accepted her apology, but it was too late. I already knew for a fact that she was fucking crazy. Right. And and there was no turning back from that. So it started getting to the point where, because I wasn't living with her, but I would always go into her house. I wasn't living with her at all. And I think the Lord I wasn't. I was always going to her house back and forth, spending a night, staying for a couple of days, then coming back, staying for a couple of days, then coming back. But it came to a point.
I kept making up mad different excuses why I couldn't show up because I didn't want to be bothered with her. It, it, I could, it got to a point where I couldn't even get excited seeing her anymore. I couldn't smile. Right. I started like I started not giving her any affection. I started not even wanting to have sex with her anymore. I was getting so physically disgusted with just even seeing her because her presence was just starting started to, to make me angry because I'm, I'm sitting here realizing that this woman, no matter how much she apologized, is abusing me in so many different ways. Months came down to the line when the baby shower came up. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I got alienated out of planning for the baby shower, putting my thoughts into it, everything. When it came to it, the baby shower, I she didn't want me to have nothing to do with it, but just pay for everything that she wanted. Right. The day of the baby shower, I was just like every every it's not everything was running through my head at the fact that how I was abused multiple times by her. The situation with her son that I witnessed was crazy. Right. I was, I, was, I dealt with racism. I dealt with verbal abuse from her multiple times. I, when she seen me that day off the baby shower when we were all were setting up, I didn't even want to give her no hug or even acknowledge her. And she felt the vibe because everything was hitting me. Psychologically, I wasn't there because of what she was doing to me. I couldn't even... I'm still mad when I go back and think about it because I was robbed out of so much. I couldn't, for my first time having a child, I was supposed to look happy. I was supposed to be, it was supposed yeah. to be the happiest yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah, no, I know I, what you mean. Yeah, I couldn't be happy. I was upset. No, I know what you mean. No, me too, man. And a lot of these fathers I'm noticing on this podcast, man, that's why you should probably go back, man, and check out some of these other stories. My last caller, man, he's not, I didn't post that yet. I'll post it right when I post George, so it'll be posted at the same time, and I'll send it. But listen, uh, Dante was his name, man. He had his, his daughter's been alive 14 months. He quit his federal job, came home. He wants to see his child, man, and he's in a 50-50 state, all right? And he still, he has to fight tooth and nail. And I'm noticing there's another caller on here. His name is Jake. He has to fight tooth and nail. He's, 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 he has a spotless, spotless record. You know what I mean? I would have to think he has like mm-hmm. weekends or something that he's happy with right now or something. I forgot. I've heard so many stories. I forgot exactly what he may have. But he's in a 50-50 state. So it goes to show you, like, even in these 50-50 states, they're still trying to make a business out of it. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, big. And it's truly sad. It's truly, truly sad. So, leading up to it, I'm realizing, like, this is what I'm going to do. I didn't even want to be there. I didn't even want to be at that Right. Because it was her baby shower. Right, it was about her, huh? Yeah, you wanted in on it. You wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. It it was all about her, and I was just featured in it. (laughs) It had nothing to do with me. Hey. Can I tell you what my what what Dante baby mom wanted him to do? She wanted him to come. And the only way he could be a part of his daughter's first birthday, who, who's been alive for his first, and he only got to see her five times at this point. 
She wanted him to come in a fucking dad shirt, and no one that he knew could come and see her too. You know what I'm saying? Only him, and he had to wear a dad shirt that she wanted him to wear. So it just goes to show, like, she was trying to feature him in a film or something. Like, man, let this man see his baby, bro. He's not a fuck. It's not a game. Let him see his kid, man. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? What? A dad shirt. Oh, oh, like, where would he want, man? Let him see his kid. Stop fucking with him. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it just goes to show about the feature. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to feature you in a film. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it got to the point where because I'm not wearing. So we're, we're at. We're like. We're waiting for us to get there. My, my phone's blowing up like crazy. My family, my friends are saying, like, hey, I'm here. We just looking for you. What's going on? Right. And people are doing the same thing, blowing her phone up like crazy, looking for her. So because I'm getting phone calls and she's getting phone calls nonstop, it's making her excited. And she's not, and that's leaving her not to be able to think. So I'm already getting frustrated at the fact that she's taking this long. So her blue, her blue dress that she wore, she needed me to zip it up, zip the back up. And I couldn't zip it up correctly. Right. So she's getting excited and not wanting to leave because one a, a piece to her, to her um the back of her dress couldn't zip all the way up, right. and it wasn't revealing it wasn't revealing her back area, her lower back area, if you know what I mean. Right. It was just revealing her upper back, right. and she didn't want to leave at all because of that. So, and all of her friends that she's talking to on the phone are saying, like, hey, just come to the baby shower. Just show up. We could do it for you. I didn't want to put no pressure into it because I didn't want to break it. Right. And if I did that, then that would have been, it, it would have been a wrap. Yeah, yeah it would have been your exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's bad enough to blame me for everything as it is. So, make, so make a long story short. Finally, she was able to zip it up. Now, she zipped it up, putting her jacket on. And she's looking at me up from head to toe. She asked me, do I have a jacket on that I'm going to put on? So I said, no, I'm going to wear this sweater. A, a Hollister hoodie right. that I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear this hoodie, and I'm going to take it off when I get there. Because she didn't approve of what I'm wearing, she cursed me out like crazy. What the fuck? All, all because I had a hoodie on that she didn't like. So... At that time, I like it didn't even hurt me, and it didn't even make me feel bad or anything like it was doing the entire time before that. I just had enough at that point. Right. I, it was like I was numb to the towards the bullshit. I was numb like crazy. So I woke up in the baby shower just literally ten minutes before she cursed me out, and I'm sitting there. With a look on my face, like I don't even want to be there. I couldn't even smile. I couldn't. Every picture that was taken while I was there, I barely had a smile on my face. Everybody commented the next day that I, for somebody that's having a baby, I look like I didn't want to be there. Right. It was overwhelming. It was overwhelming by the amount of um, messages on Facebook, on Instagram, text messages, phone calls from numerous people that I was not talking to. Hitting me up, telling me that, hey, is everything okay with you, Arcadio? You look like you did not want to be there. Everybody said the same exact thing. Group pictures that I'm taking with different people 
emotionally drained and tired you were of you know what I mean of fucking I just, would, the just everything be being a thing like everything doesn't need to be a thing you wearing a Hollister hoodie is not a thing he can wear a fucking poncho if he wants to he's here he wants to participate he invited a lot of people and, and, and everyone showed up you know what I mean it's a ton of support like who gives a fuck what he's wearing, man? Get him some flip-flops and a swimsuit bottoms and a white tee. Who give a fuck? He can do what he want. Wear what he want, man. He's here. Who cares? He can have half his hair braided. Who gives a fuck? He's here, bro. Now look. Nobody. You brought him and he's fucking, his energy's drained. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be that big. But go ahead. Nobody at the baby shower got the best vibe from her at all. Every female that was attractive that I had, that I had as a friend over there that I had invited. Right. Every single one of them was happy to see me. I went around in a circle saying hi to everybody that was there. And every female that I had invited from my job, from around the way that I know, that never not having any sexual encounter with any one of them. Oh, I know where they you're going all, with this. They all said to me, Hey, Arcadio, can I meet her? Yeah, let me take you up to her. Every single one of them did not get a good rapport from her. They all said, they all said that she snobbed her off. Arcadio, I think you think that we're we're sleeping with each other. I think this. I think that. I think that this. I think that he didn't give me a good vibe at all. The only person that that seemed like they was okay or somewhat happy or whatever was you. She looked like she didn't want to be there just as much as I looked like I didn't want to be there. But I, everybody said the most with me, I looked like I just seen a ghost. Like death. Yeah. That's how I look. I look, I, I look like I was at a funeral when I was at my own son's goddamn baby shower. Nah, I know what you mean, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. That shit will do that to you, man. You know what I mean? It do it to you because let me tell you what happened. Let's say it's just a regular Tuesday and the day start going out regular. But this motherfucker mm-hmm. literally throw these episodes regularly. So it could be something so small. Okay? It's a regular Tuesday. You know what I mean? And then, and then, mm-hmm. and then you see them start escalating. And you know, uh-oh, here it come. It's like it, it's like it come over you and it give you a feeling almost. You feel me? Here it come. Mm-hmm. They finna do that one shit. That, you know, you can deal with it, but it's like, man, I just don't feel like dealing with it. Like, it's a regular Tuesday. Get your emotions in order. You know what I'm saying? This was a fucking Hollister hoodie, bro. You know what I'm saying? What what fuck's the big deal about a hoodie? You know what I'm saying? For real, man, there's no reason. But I understand what you mean by saying you've seen it like you've seen a ghost. You know what I'm saying? That's how I do you. Like, like you know, motherfucker... You know, like, you know, it, 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 when they give you that feeling. And they you can get, be around them when they regular and shit. Like, it's tolerable. It's cool. But when that fit, when they do that one shit, 
You know what I'm saying? And you can start. Can, you know what I'm. You know what I'm talking about, Arcadio, or no? Oh, yeah. when, when you start to feel it, you feel it in your. You can feel it in your heart, in your, in your stomach, in your, in your arms and shit. You feel it. They about to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the inevitable. And I seen it so many times, man. I seen, but I seen a lot. Like my baby mom would just start up because she didn't know how to do her hair. She'd just start up going to the room. I'm here, like bro. Figure it out, <laughs> or go do it. You know what I mean? Like whatever. But every day, you know what I mean? Like bro, every just all the time, all the time. Oh, I'll be watching TV. This motherfucker just ah oh, my hair ah. Like you'd be like uh oh, just going in circles, 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 circles. Ah, you like bro. I don't really know what to tell you, but it, it's gonna be okay. You don't understand. Ah! Just like real episodes, you know what I'm saying? Real episodes. I'm dealing with somebody who jump on the floor, or jump on the ground, and bang their head on the ground, or walk up on the wall and hit their head on the wall, or smash glass and cut their arm up. You know what I'm saying? So I I know that feeling that you talking about. You know what I'm saying? And it fucking that shit when it get to going, when it's about to happen, you start feeling it like oh they about to do it. You know what I mean? That shit crazy, man. I know that I know that feeling you that's that that I know how you was probably looking like, oh my god, I just got cussed out over a fucking hoodie cause she had an anxiety attack. She probably needed to sip of that dude say. <laughs> Believe it or not, if it wasn't for the two statement, I'd probably be even worse because like all night while I was there, I was just drinking my sorrows away. Right. And and the Duce is what kept me relaxed. Because even when I was sitting next to her, even when I was sitting next to her at the baby shower, she was complaining towards me. I forgot what it was about, but it it was just so aggravating that now let me speed it up a notch. Fast forward. The baby was here. She gave birth to the baby and everything. I find I I'm sitting here debating to myself could I because before before the baby shower and even and even after the baby shower I've been seeking free consultation from from different from different attorneys right. and telling them my situation of not me not knowing what to do I knew for a fact that it was gonna be over because there was no way in hell that I was gonna continue a relationship with her I just didn't know how to do it I just didn't know how to walk away. I didn't know how to walk away to a point where it it was going to be over. Right. And when it came down to me finally, finally wanting to just put go um put in um paper for joint legal custody, was when she said to me multiple times that she's going to leave New York and move to De- move to um Delaware. With my firstborn son, with him only being just a couple of months old. Right. So she so, said she's going to leave with the newborn and go to Delaware. I said to myself, there's no way in hell that's going to happen. Right. How the hell do you think you can just leave with my son? Just like that. You could just get up, up and leave, just like that. How the hell do you think you can do something like that? But she had a history of doing this once before. With her first, with her firstborn, 
So everything she was trying to repeat all of it and let and let and let history repeat itself. But I stopped it in her tracks because she would originally she was planning on moving and relocating out of New York, living in Delaware with the baby. Right. I stopped her in her tracks by having her um, her, her get delivered um court papers in the mail, family court papers. Uh-oh. She would she was pissed off. Looking at it as if I and looking at it as if she was completely and I mean completely innocent. And she did nothing at all. Oh yeah. To do Oh yeah, that's how she it always would, goes, man. Yes, she was literally playing victim once again. As if this as if Arcadio is just hallucinating. Arcadio is lying that that he was abused. Arcadio was lying that he was physically, verbally, mentally abused. This is all in his head, and he's crazy. No, no, I'm listening. So, so the next thing that she did was when she received it, she called me nonstop. I knew what she was calling for because my attorney told me that the paper was was sent out, and and the same day that she. Um, received the papers. It's the same day that I received it, and my attorney's office received it. All three of us received it on the same day, which is exactly why my attorney told me in advance that the court date, the first preliminary court hearing, pre- preliminary court hearing, family um loss calls it was going to be in April at that time of last year. Right. When 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 I got the word, like about an hour or two later, she called me, blowing my phone up. She ain't never called that much in our life, calling me leaving with 10 missed calls. And I knew what she was calling for. My mother called me while I was at work and said, yeah, she called. And I'm just letting you know she called and told me to call her back. And she said, I told her straight up that she called me because she received the court papers. Do you want me to call her back? I said, you do what you want to do. You do what you feel you need to do. I'm not going to stop you. So my mother called her back, and my son's mother wanted to talk to her, and she said, I received papers in the mail telling me that Arcadio wants wants custody of the baby, and he's taking me to court. Where is this coming from? That's what I want to ask you. Where is this coming from? My mother so you're pressing my mother and being disrespectful, asking her where this is coming from. Right. My mother said, this, this is coming from Arcadio, right. of, course, of course. And he's not getting custody. He's going after 50-50. And, but that's how the family court work on it. They start saying full custody or, or custody, but they work their way down to joint legal custody. That's what they do in the family court system. Right. She had me thinking automatically that she didn't understand family court, which still to this day, some of it she don't because half the, half of the, the dumb, ignorant, stupid shit that she's been doing. Right. But leading up to it, mother called her a new asshole like there was no tomorrow. And, and normally I don't want my mother to get involved in stuff like this. Right. But in a situation like that where she'd been treating me as if I'm her son, for the longest time, a grown woman spoke to another grown woman and let her know what she was wrong at. Yeah. My mother told her up that I want you to be I want you to know that I'm well aware of what you've been doing to our, toward Arcadio. 
and she got silent on the phone, I was told, you hit him, you push him, you, 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 you hit him, you curse at him, you talk to him like he's your, like, like, your son, that's physical abuse, verbal abuse, that's mental abuse, and nobody deserves anything like that. She tried denying it and lying about it. Mm-hmm. And said that, and said that I tried hitting her. Oh, she yeah. automatically tried to lie and say that I tried hitting her in front of her son. Oh, so yeah. what she didn't, what she didn't like, first off, if I tried hitting her in front of her son, how come me and him never got in no fight yet? Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's one thing. Two, my mother said, I know you're not telling the truth because I never raised him like that for him to put his hand on no woman. Right. So I know you're not telling the truth. And every girl he's ever been with speaks highly about him and says and says and would even say right now that he's not like that. But there's one thing there's one thing that's that, that's different with, with there's one thing that, that reminds me about you is that there's women like you that's a, that's that are in this world that knows that he's a good dude and try to take advantage of him. Right. She couldn't do everything what my mother was said, and she hung up on her. And said, oh, yeah. I, I just said, I gotta go, and hung up on her. Yeah. 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 Throughout Go ahead. I was just gonna say, motherfucker, don't motherfuckers don't want to hear about they stuff. Never, man. You tell them that, they either gonna cut at you more. You know what I'm saying? But they can hear it. But sometimes, man, they just yeah. get you attacking them. But like, no. Sometimes, man, the truth sounds like an attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody tell you, okay, this, that, and the third about you. Okay, now that's criticism. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying mm-hmm. to help you here. Pay attention. Now, if you say you're a piece of shit, fuck you, okay, you're angry, but that is actually, that is an attack. You know what I mean? There's nothing for me to get better on. You know what I'm saying? Like, if what I say hurt and shit, okay, but it's not an attack. It's a criticism. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that shit, that shit, yeah, but I'm sure you was getting attacked because you know what I mean? That shit crazy, man. But go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sure she took it as an attack. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sure she did. Yeah. Somewhere, because my mother gave her a piece of her mind and even explained to her, just like her attorney explained to her that Mr. Santana is going after joint legal custody. Somewhere in her head, she felt that myself and my family is trying to take little Arcadio away from her when he's only a few months old, which is completely false. Right. It's the biggest lie she could ever play. And she took that lie and ran with it to make herself feel good and go and go to sleep at night. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. I've been fighting for joint legal custody since spring of twenty of twenty nineteen. I lost battle because she made up a bold-faced lie on my mother. On your mom? What she say? It was on May 7th of 2019 because there's been times before that where she was trying to physically provoke me by getting in my face during the whole thing. Right. Like trying to tell me, 
oh, the baby's not mine because I was fucking some other nigga. Oh, yeah, and, yep, yep. I've been there before, brother. I know the deal, yeah. And it's an 80% chance he's, um, he's not mine because he was fucking somebody else, even though he looked exactly like me. Right. But that's another story. Right. But there was, there was a lot of crazy, messed up stuff that she was saying to try and make me not even continue going through with what I'm going through with her, with her by taking her to court for joint legal custody. Right. There's no way possible that I can sit here and believe that she she was confused and didn't understand the difference between sole custody and joint legal custody. Because she has had from the first preliminary court hearing that I'm explaining to you about all the way up to now, she has had over three attorneys. She had four attorneys. Fired every single one of them. Right. Four attorneys are telling you that Mr. Santana is going after joint legal custody, and you're still sitting here acting, being mad, lying to yourself, saying that Arcadio and his family tried to take my son away. When this is a complete, bold-faced lie. Nah, man, she just don't want to share. That's all it is, man. She don't want to share you know what I mean? So what she did, what she did was, she made up a lie on my mother to the point where she wound up saying, she wound up trying to get a order on my mom because I live with my mom. I wanted to make things even harder with me for right. being with my son. She wound up saying that on May 7th, on that day, one of the things that she did was she came out and, and viciously and verbally attacked myself and my mother. Now, mind you, I always wanted to take somebody with me after go, going going for the custody exchange because oh, yeah. I knew that she was going to do something stupid like what she did the first time by getting up in my face and physically provoking me. Right. So I said, I'm going to be with my sister, my cousin, or my mother. And it had just been my mother on that day where she did what she did. She plotted everything, even premeditated her attack on Facebook. What? She, she posted up, it? She premeditated her attack on Facebook. Don't tell me she was that fucking retarded, Arcadio. Yes. Just days before May 7th, she premeditated her attack. It did was you, actually, did it you was screenshot actually, it? Yes, I did. It okay, perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. I just want everyone... I had to ask the question so everyone knows the proper steps to take. You gotta stop. You gotta get it while it's going on. You know what I mean? There shouldn't be anyone setting no one up. You know what I mean? Like, bro, just let the shit happen. But yeah, go ahead, man. She made up a lie. She made up a lie and said that because because of everything that she caused and caused a um a loud, extremely verbal exchange between the both of myself and my son's mother, getting my mother involved with as a verbal exchange. She made up a bold lie and my mother told her that my mom is going to kill my son, my son. What? And my, and my sister and my, my sister and my mother is going to kill her as well. And you so telling me he tried to, the courts tried to took that? It, it made her retract her statement, but at the same time with, with the nonsense that, that was going on between myself my mother, she dragged my mother in court on the day that I was supposed to be getting joint legal custody. And what, what happened is, in, in New York, I don't know about anywhere else, but New York family law 
how they look at joint legal custody, they look at things like this. Parents have to at least be coexisting very well with each other. And this clearly showed that the father and the mother, especially with my mother being involved, the grandmother, with every with everyone being involved in, in their situation like this, the judge said straight up, I can't give joint legal custody if they both are going at it like this. So what the judge did was, unfortunately, he ruled her with stolen and physical custody. And, and it was, she premeditated her attack badly. But she, but at the same time, she failed at some other things because she tried to get, she tried to let me have no, no holidays, no visitations, I'm sorry, no holidays, no overnights, and supervised visitation as if I'm in a harm towards my son. No, it's not so that. It's just that. It's not that. It's just that the same way you don't want to miss any time with your child, this other person, they don't want to miss any time with their child. So that's where that's where it's all fucked up. That's why it's like we want equality, but not in family court. No, 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 no. That should go all to me there. Like, no, bro. It has to be fucking equal. It came... Look, baby Arcadio, man. Arcadio the fourth came out of you first. You know what I mean? You carried him first. You carried him. So it's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? They just don't want to share. They don't want you to have any... You know, they don't They don't want to lose any time. Only you... That's... Yeah, that's... Wow. That is some bullshit, man. So, so... So, and how long have you been... And so, what, what, what'd you get... What'd you end up getting? What? How was your visitation? My visitation sucked because I get every Tuesday from 5.30 to 8.30 and then that's it. And that's then the it. following week, I get... Every Tuesday, 5.30 to 8.30, sometimes I spend more time in traffic than I do with my son. Right. Then, it's New York we're talking about. Yeah, in New York. Then, at times... He spends the night at my house from Saturday to pick him up at 9 a.m., which I'll be doing this weekend, and drop him off the next day at 4 p.m. So that so when it doesn't so when it comes to weekends with me not seeing my son, I'm only seeing him on a Tuesday from 5:30 to 8:30. Now, mind you, on the court order, it also talks about me having extended time with Little Arcadio. Right. Both parents agreeing on me having extended time. Not one time, I repeat, not one time did she honor any of any of anything on the court order. Right. She, she don't want me to have extended time. She loved the fact that I have the little bit of time that I have now. What the judge also did was she granted me a lot more than what I was supposed to be granted with because my my attorney told me that I'm one of the very few judges, I mean, I'm sorry, not saying that, I'm one of the very few clients that he's ever had, I'm his first client that he ever had, that was granted two non-consecutive weeks of summer parenting time for my son at eight, at the five months. You gotta best believe that that judge must have seen something in her for, for the judge to grant me overnight access every other weekend. Because fathers nowadays don't have overnight access every other weekend. Right. They will be sitting back saying, I cannot wait till next year. I cannot wait till two, three years from now when my son is three for me to get overnight access. I got overnight access for my son for five, for five months. 
Right. And now, I just want to stop you there because it's like, why, you know, that is, that is magnificent. And I, we treasure our time with our babies. But by all means, Arcadio, here's how it should go, my friend. One week with you. I'm sorry. Let's start it off fair for mom so we don't cause too much discombobulation. You know, she needs a week to think about it. One week with mom because that's how they do. Even though you and the one ain't got to see them, they'll just start her off for no reason. One week with mom. One week with dad. One week with mom. One week with dad. That leaves you at two and two. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, you need a week, bro. You don't need no fucking weekend. You need a week, a full week. I agree with you know what I mean? That's that's just some bullshit, bro. Why do why do you have to fight and claw for what's yours? He looks like you. He has your name. You bond with him well. I know you're a great dad by how much you sound like you just care and what you're doing with your time. Why in the blue hell do you have to wait two weeks to? Sp- it's bullshit, bro. Why I gotta wait two weeks? My 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 career better than the than the defendant. Not to say it's about a crib, but I'm just talking about the environment. You know what I'm saying? Like. You feel me? Like I, I'm, I'm. Why I gotta be the every other parent? Dad don't wanna leave a body here. Why I gotta be the other? Oh, cause you're dad. And so what? You know what I'm saying? What about that? No dad, no kid. Where? I, I, I'm lost as to where my Fourteenth Amendment. You feel me? Is irrelevant. You feel me? Where? How? What? I'm lost. You feel me? How is it irrelevant? I'm, I'm, I'm lost. But go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Hold on, you breaking up a little bit, Arcadio. This is the thing about 14th uh, Amendment for fathers. They, 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 they specifically have things as the father can visit the child. And that's the 14th Amendment, that, uh, with the father having visitations. That's where it should be changed completely for, for father's rights at the 14th Amendment, they just leave it as visitation. But that, that visitation is limited by, by, by that, that 14th Amendment gets messed up by limited circumstances. And that limited circumstances is by the parent alienating the child from the father or the judge giving the father a little bit of time like what I have. What should be the 14th Amendment for all fathers is 50-50 custody. Oh yeah, off top. That's what. Should be off top. The 14th now, Amendment. now here's something interesting that I do want to show you, and I don't know how you're gonna feel about this one. I know you know New York is only a 30 percent state, okay? Michigan's only a 27 percent state here in Michigan. But something that's interesting to me is, had she fled with your son to Delaware, Delaware is a 50-50 state. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that shit is just crazy, but it's like, like I was saying, even in those 50-50 states, though, they're still trying to railroad the fucking dads. So, um, what, uh, what were you doing, man? So you get, so they fucking, they, they fucking jerk you around in the courtroom like they love to do the dads in there because it's business, big business. Uh, what are you doing in your spare time? I mean, I know you love, you know, you miss your son, bro. And um, I know because I just fucking know. You know what I'm saying? I can tell how much you miss them and shit. We all miss our kids when we can't see them. And this is just a part of, you know, fucking a part of it. But, like, so here I am. I'm, I'm obviously podcasting. I know you podcast. But 
Could you talk about some of that and a little bit about what you're doing, like, to, to heal, man, and to stay sane while you don't get to see your kid and got this crazy lady? He with the crazy lady 24-7? What I, do, what I do to try and heal from all of the nonsense, because I didn't even get to the harassment part, because during, during custody exchange, I will be dealing with harassment coming from herself, her friends, and her and her and her agitating me each and every time I come off? here. And yes, during the pickup and drop off location, her yelling out loud in her neighborhood that I'm a rapist, that I'm this, that I'm that, everything, all different type of harassment you could you can possibly think about. The great thing about it is that without her even realizing it. Every single last one of us, any every single last one of her words is recorded on my phone of video footage. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, what I do in my spare time, mm-hmm. what helps me heal is doing the platform that I created called Fathers on Point. Uh-huh. One of the one of the other things that I used to be able to do is, is play basketball, but my injury that I received last year by trying to take my mind off of what I was going through mm-hmm. caused me to have a torn Achilles. Oh, okay. So you've, last been, year. you've been battling that. Yeah, yeah, and and I still battle with my with my Achilles hurting off and on because I tore it twice last year. Damn. Yes, Damn. I tore it twice. That left me. To Two surgeries back to back within less than two weeks. Oh my goodness, bro! Damn. Yeah, goodness. I've been Are through a lot. I've been through a lot all last year. Oh yeah, from, God from, was trying to God surgery. was trying to squeeze you out. He was trying to squeeze you out dry. You finna get up stronger now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so you, with me dealing with the harassment, with me missing my son, with uh-huh. me dealing with. Being able to walk, wheeling myself in a wheelchair each and every time during a custody pickup and drop off, I'm holding my son in a wheelchair every time. Oh I used everything that she did to me, every last thing that she did to me, and I personified it into what fathers are important is today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fathers are important is a platform that I use for all fathers that are going through what I went through or going through something that's worse than that to the point where they can't see this child at all or anything. Mm-hmm. To use it, to vent different posts that I put up, put up, I would, I would, you, I, it would be a post where any father from all over the world might be going through this, might be going through that. And it makes them realize that I'm not alone. Because at one point, yeah. when I was going through it last year, I felt like I was alone. Yeah, it was a, it was a mental thing that I yeah. was dealing with. Yeah, nobody gets you. Nobody can feel you. Like, you damn, what? man. You know what I'm saying? And even what? if, and even if, like, even if you, you know what I'm saying? Even if, let's, even if you are alone. You feel me? Like, even if you in the crib, literally, physically alone. Like, shit. I'm a tight motherfucker. I, I'm, I'm at this crib. It's months. It's but it's nobody here. I'm here, right? You know what I'm saying? But I ain't alone. You feel me? It's so many motherfuckers uh-huh. in my spot. It could be two people here or whatever. I ain't alone even if I'm alone. You know what I'm saying? But that could just go back to faith. You know what I mean? But you said something in there earlier um, about um, 
harassment. Were you ever able to report any of the harassment? I know we don't really make. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I report. I've I've got I have multiple police reports on her from her the harassment that she had. The police report is so big where it is almost like a textbook. Wow. It's that that's how many harassments that I that I have from her. And they don't do anything. They don't do anything when it comes to harassment and they don't do anything, especially when it's like somebody cursing you out, somebody telling you to fuck you, go suck a dick, all of that stuff. And your mother's this, your mother's that, dead in front of your mother. They don't do anything with, with anything like that. The only thing they care for um, is if anybody was physically threatened, if somebody hit anybody, this, that, or anything. Now, see... For words, they don't care about words too much. All they do is write a police report to give to me, and I can use it in family court. Now, dads out there, I want you to understand... Police reports, when you're in family court, it's a different game, all right? This isn't fucking street code, 505. This ain't that, all right? This right here is something different. When you go off into family court, and this is the biggest mistake I made, you go into family court, and all your previous prior thoughts about, it's not about that. It's just about, they just want you to make, like, paperwork so you can have fucking stupid paperwork. They don't, they not gonna do shit no way. The motherfuckers say they gonna kill your kid, shoot you up, shoot your house up, blow shit up, whatever. They don't give a fuck. All they really want to know is, do you got the paperwork? You know what I mean? Whether they said it to you or they didn't say it to you, do you got the paperwork? You feel me? That's all they really care yeah. about, for real. And then, man, I've learned to come, I've come to learn that regardless of what you got, they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Where I'm from. You know what I mean? They do what they do, you know. But it's a blessing. I take it as a blessing because, like you said, man, um, it gives us this platform to talk, man. We ain't alone. So many people hurting, man. You hurting. Dante hurting. You know what I'm saying? Chase hurting. You know, Jake hurting. Ryan hurting. We all hurting. You know what I mean? We hurting. Mike hurting. Thinking of some more guests I had. Fucking we hurting. Dustin hurting. We hurting, bro. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is hurting. Everybody hurting. Got the same pain. We just want to see our kids for real. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta fucking get into this dog fight to have ask basically beg on our hands and knees with money for lawyers and fucking time that we'll never get back from experiences from shit we'll never get back. You know what I'm saying? We got to miss all that. And, man, I just think that shit... Yeah, bro. We got to just... got to keep... So, what, how, how, how can folks... Um, you said your platform. How can they? Uh, you want to give them, let them know your handles and how they could, uh, how they could, how they could check that out. Yes, you can. You can follow. Fathers are important on Twitter. You can follow. Fathers are important on YouTube. All the podcast shows is on YouTube, and you can follow. Fathers are important on Facebook, and most importantly, last but certainly not least. You can follow Fathers Are Important on Instagram. Instagram is where we have our most dominant followers at. Right. Instagram is where we, Instagram is where Fathers Are Important um, um, started at. Right. Instagram is where we do the Instagram live podcast show for everybody to get on. Now, I am an advocate for, for, for fathers, just like you are. And the thing that's great about Fathers Are Important podcast show is that we don't have just father mm-hmm. we have multiple people on there people that are parents yeah and are not parents 
people that are fathers and then people that are not fathers, such as mothers, or just not a father yet. Right. And everybody is sharing their history with parental alienation. Mm-hmm. Mothers are sharing their experiences as well with the father of their kids that are that are in their that that are supposed to be in their life don't understand the purpose to why fathers are important. Mm-hmm. My goal with Father Brown's point is to raise awareness for domestic abuse, raise awareness for parental alienation, and also raise awareness for the importance of why fathers are important. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of people in this world, such, such as my son's mother, who don't understand the importance of a father being in a child's life. Right. Children need both parents. Children need and deserve both parents being in their life. No, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I think they they need both. I mean, you need to see both parents. I, I Listen, there doesn't need to be it, – it, it's terrible, you know what I mean? But to make up for the one week that you do miss with your kid, you should definitely get a full week to see your kid the other – you know what I mean? But it's only mm-hmm. been going moving for 10 years, so it's like we we got this little small thing. But we'll, we'll make it bigger. We got to keep fucking using these social media platforms, keep reaching out to each other, keep finding old – I'd like to find fathers that kid that kids are grown and they can talk about the podcast. They can talk about the fucking the system from before we could all talk. You know what I mean on social media. You know what I mean. We didn't get to see those memes because they were fucking. There weren't memes. They were real life stories. But they're almost about to go untold because not many motherfuckers. We gotta go ask them. Hey, whoa, let's ask. You know what I'm saying? But to have folks going through it right now is perfect too. But I, I, I am gonna start working towards getting some folks that are on the other side of the whole thing of the trouble part of it. You know what I mean? But I do like, I do like, uh-huh. I, I, I think this is precious right here, these moments right here, because I think these are the battlegrounds. I think this is this is where the battle's going down. This is where motherfuckers can't sleep at night. This is where motherfuckers shedding tears, having suicidal thoughts. This is where they questioning, this is where they questioning everything, you know, because everything they care about is their child, and they may be in our situations in the hands of people who are actually not as good as parents of us. You know what I mean? Or it just might not even even be that it just might be what the fuck who cares is not the, a parent doesn't have to be bad for me to want to see my kid you feel me and also yes there are mothers out there who are experiencing parental alienation as well um i just don't think it's all right to just keep a kid away for an extensive amount of time uh, if there's safety concerns i understand uh obviously there were safety concerns in my case at one point i had to hold my daughter for damn a couple weeks, but it wasn't like, you know, while I had my daughter, I was definitely thinking to myself, like, okay, she needs to see her mom, wah, 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 you know what I'm saying, and, and again, she got to see her, you know what I mean, but it was like, it wasn't that, it's just like, this person is making terrible decisions, leave my kid home alone, go get walked, go get wine, shit like that, like, them stories I got by the dozen, because, it happened all the time, you know what I'm saying, so it's like, bro, but look, but look, but look, and them, you know, in them situations, bro, in them fucking situations, when them dads, we just gotta, we need to know that we're all in it together, we're all fucking feeling it, we're all in the fucking, we all, we all fucking are standing at the battleground together, in different parts of the fucking country, you know what I mean, as long as we know we're all scrapping together, and shit, I got your back, you got mines, and we're going to keep fighting as a unit, and we're going to keep spreading the word as a unit. Bro, in 10 years, this could be something else. You know what I'm saying? In 10 years, this could be something else. But we got to keep 
we can't we gotta get up and keep bringing our lunch pail to the fight every day. You know what I mean? And we are getting our ass whooped right now. We are. We're we are getting smacked the fuck around in family court. All of us. You know what I mean? But fuck it though. You know what I'm saying? That ain't that. Well, fighters fighters need to take losses to be dogs. You know what I'm saying? That's how it go. You can't get sweet by whooping ass. You get sweet, you get your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? And then you fucking, you can, you can figure out how y'all want that to go down no more. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get sweet. Man, that's how I became a better wrestler. I had to wrestle somebody better than me. I never got better wrestling my peers because, bro, I'm, 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 I'm abusing them. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing every move I want to do. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't wrestle the peers. You know what I mean? I need my coach to come in, and he's going to give me a good, thorough beatdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I need it. I want to get better. You know what I mean? I want to get better. I want I want, I want, to, I want to train myself to at least give him a good run. That way, when I wrestle somebody better than me on the mat, he can get that funk because he ain't as better than a dude I be trying to beat up every day. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I made it through, being an all right, pretty, pretty all right wrestler. You know what I'm saying? But shit, man, I think that's the same thing, bro. We got to get our ass whooping the system here just a little bit. And then we got to unify him and, and grab hands and what, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll be taking it to him here shortly. All right, Arcadio. So um, we're using our platform here uh, to do better things. And also to, uh, well, did your did your father get a chance to meet? Did your father get a chance to meet Little Arcadio? No, he didn't. Okay. Also passed away in two thousand five. Okay, okay, man. So damn, bro. So you actually, here's something we also need to take a step back here and and really give you credit for. All right. And listeners, we need to really focus on this. Understand how bad Arcadio wants this shit, man. His pops, all he had, he passed in 05. So, Arcadio has been on a hell, uh, he's been hell bent on following suit and making sure he did not have his son go through what he, the, you know what I'm saying? What he witnessed other folks go through. He wanted to be what he was for his father. And the crazy part is, is if you listen to what he just said, that means, you know what I mean? He experienced the loss of his father as well. You know what I mean? He experienced the loss of his father. So it's like, man, it's even it's more like important. Even more important. But what I want to ask you is this, Arcadio. Um, through all of this, this is a general question I like to ask you. Through all of this, what have you, uh, what have, what's been your biggest takeaway? Like, you know. As a whole, you know what I mean? What's been the biggest takeaway for you? Can you elaborate a little bit more? Okay, yeah, sure. So, like, all right, so all this is going down to you. you. You've been through fucking the same, some of the same shit, and you're going through the mud. Your kids are fucking, you know what I mean? Your kid, you don't get to see your kid, but three, three, um, three. So what I take from all of this is I want to get up. I want to help other folks. You know what I'm saying? What I take from this is we got a bigger motherfucking problem. What I take from what I'm going through is, you know what I'm saying? What I take from what I'm going through, what, am I, what I take from this shit, you know what I mean? Is uh, It's a lot of shit I took. The biggest takeaway probably would be, I would say the biggest takeaway for me would probably be shit. 
look at everybody else going through this, man. We I ain't alone. You feel me? That might be our biggest takeaway. Well, fathers need equal rights. <laughs> but shit. Yeah. So like, what what would be your bit? Like, what what have you like? Shit. Let's just say, what have you learned most? Like, what's big? What have you learned most about yourself here since all this went down? Like, what's your biggest takeaway? What, what I learned most about myself is that I'm a fighter. Oh, yeah. And I'm a fighter inside the ring, and I'm a fighter outside the ring as well. And I, I, it, 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 I maybe look at it as a self-proclaimed world's greatest father, but in my eyes to myself, especially when it comes to my son, I do like to believe that I'm the world's greatest father, especially when it comes to my son. Right. My Instagram name is... Iron Dad, nineteen eighty five. But at the same time, I call myself Iron Dad like I'm a superhero because I'm a father that went through so much, so much to the point where I got cursed out. I got blamed as a rapist by my son's mother. I got called so many things to the point where there's not a lot of fathers that are out there that would sit back and allow stuff like this to happen. So the, there's some fathers that don't give a damn how cute or how much their child might look like them. They just would just easily walk away and say, hey, I ain't dealing with this shit. You can have him. You can have her. You on your own now. Yeah. But yeah. me? And I'd be wondering, I'd be wondering, like, how much of them, now that I'm seeing this, I'd be wondering, like, how much of them, like, so many Debbie dads, but, like, how many of them maybe saw, saw that happen prior with someone with them or with, you know what I mean? And and how many people are just flat out afraid to come fight? Or how many dads got warrants and they in the streets and they can't come in there? You know what I mean? They in the streets. They can't come in there. You know what I mean? Just humbly asking and shit. They got to go with what she talking about type deal. You know what I mean? So it's, I know, I, I'm just saying that to say it's other situations and shit too. But yeah, hell yeah. I know what you're saying. It's, it is motherfuckers who just walk away and don't give a fuck. That's why it's like, if you see you asking for a week, let him have his week, man. And I'm sure since you've alienated him this much, you could probably ease in with weekends or something. But he needs his fucking week, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Need his week. No more time. Quick, what, what, what's your favorite thing to do? Uh, what? So, man, I, I, you said something earlier that really caught me. You say you, you get him for three hours, right? Now, I've never been to New York. My brother lives in New York, but I've never been. Um, what, what do you, how, how's that work, bro? What do you get to do with him? I was going to ask, like, what's your favorite thing to do with him? And, like, what, what's your favorite thing to do with him and shit? But then I'm thinking, like, damn. I love to walk. When I'm by myself, I like going for a walk around the neighborhood. I like to walk around the park. And that's the one thing that I love doing is walking. Walking and just seeing shit, huh? Another thing that I like doing with him is 
um, during the summer, I love I love putting him on my my neck. But you know how all fathers put their put their yeah. um their head in between the the, the kids um legs and yeah, they just he walk. Yeah, he sit on your I neck. Love. Yeah, he's sitting on my neck. That's what I love doing. And he whenever I try to take him off, he starts to cry because he don't want to he don't want to get off. Right. He, he love enjoying view. He love enjoying the height, all of it. And that's my single greatest moment of what I enjoy with my son. Is that's like my my Will Smith uh, moment, just the two of us, or my Luther Vandross dance my father moment when it right. comes to my son. It's, it's, it's carrying him on my neck when I walk with him. Cause I've actually been doing that with him since he's. Um, been a, been a few months old, and now I'm still doing it when he's turning two, and I'm probably gonna do it when he's eighteen. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, so look, how tall are you, Arcadio? I'm six one. Okay, okay, yeah. So you, you, yeah. So you, you definitely be he be he, he get a little height up there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's probably cool for him. Yeah. You know what I mean, dog? So. Are you gonna go back to court and try to get more time? Absolutely, absolutely. I was supposed to have, I was supposed to have gotten it by now, because of um, I was supposed to have gone to court a long time ago, but COVID is what messed everything up. Mm. All fathers going through something like this. Man, so okay, so you're just waiting on a case because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's kind of my shit hit. It was COVID too, so it was kind of like everything stands still. But me, see, listen, I ain't gonna lie. I gives a rat's ass about a COVID. You know what I mean? Get your fucking work done. If you're at home, you should be doing more Zoom calls. You all should be Zoom calling, Zoom calling from seven a.m. to nine p.m. until you catch up. We're not slaves. I don't care. I don't understand. You at home. You don't take away from the lunch break, 40-minute lunch break. You, they be taking and have you sitting in there. Take away from. And this ain't, this, this all of the, all of the courts. <clears throat> you got legal Zoom. Use it. You at home. Set up in your room or whatever you do and use it. You're getting paid from the state. You're getting good money. Work. You know what I mean? There's no reason why we should have had no backup. Fuck is a backup. You don't even have to come in. What are we backed up? Uh, perhaps they do still be coming in. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But at any rate, you know, what the fuck? I don't, I ain't trying to hear it. I walked my case in there. A motherfucker was talking about killing my kids again to strangers last year in September. I took my case in there October 13th. And I still ain't got a trial date. With the shit I had, these motherfuckers could have had to fit. They could have had the shit figured out before COVID hit. You feel me? I gave you everything. What you looking over? What we going over here? But we they got to playing games every other weekend. Why? We know the ultimate goal. What we're gonna do here at the end? We've already agreed to this before. Why don't we just get back to it? And here we are. You know what I'm saying? 400 days later, still no trial. I mean, I got a trial date. But, I mean, it. I mean, 400 days, though. 
It's 400 days. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, I just, I can't, I can't, I, 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 it's hard for me to fathom, you know, having to go get your kid. You was describing that New York traffic. I've never been. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how much time do you even get, bro? How long does it take to get back from the drop-off spot to your crib? I get stuck in traffic every time. So I we're bet. talking about like we're talking about like close to close to an hour, 40, 40 minutes. Now my during during COVID at when it was at its worst, I never had that problem. It was only it was only ten minutes over there and ten minutes back. Because during COVID the roads was open up clear and I didn't have to deal with any of that. Right. So, so I was actually I was actually enjoying that. But I was like, oh my goodness, nobody's on the road. Nobody's working during this time. Everything. Right. I'm like, man, this is like my one shot moment of enjoying it on a Tuesday. Saturdays, I don't have that much problem when I pick them up. When I pick them up on Saturdays and when I'm dropping them back off, because there's not traffic like that on the weekends, but it's always around rush hour time when people are getting off work. And for that time during during COVID, like when it was at its worst in springtime. Nobody was working. Right. Everybody was doing that stay home and staying home, like at home. See, it's impossible. Um, it's it's very it's like impossible. You know, five thirty. How do you? I'm trying to think. Like, damn, you could get there early. I'm like, okay, he gets there early, but that's not the problem. It's about getting back. He has to. He has to plan for an, a, a forty five minute ride back and a fucking forty five and fucking. You know what I mean? The travel back there, it's just, that shit is, that shit is retarded, bro. It's no time. You know what I'm saying? I spend all the time traveling. None whatsoever. None, none whatsoever. Yeah, man, that shit is just, that shit is just super trash, bro. And I do mean super trash. I just motherfucking, yeah, that shit is trash, man. So, let me ask you this. What would you say to uh, any dad out there listening? He's struggling. He's just heard us talking. He's heard what you've went through. He may have heard all my story on the fucking other podcast. What would you say to a father out there, man? Let's say he's hit rock bottom and he's contemplating suicide, man. What would you say to him? My best, my best advice to any father that's going through anything like this, especially when it comes to being um, suicidal, is to never, ever, ever give up. At this point, when it comes to being suicidal, you have to think of, even though your son may be a child, like, like not know what's going on, whether he's my age or even just a few months, few months born into this world, you have to sit back and think, what would your son or daughter think about you if you kill yourself and not be here? Because number one, you're hurting, you're, you're hurting, your own kids because they're going to grow up whether you're alienated or not they're going to grow up not knowing who daddy is right that's one thing and number two nine out of ten how they look at us men if we kill ourselves or do or get abused or anything we're looked at by this society by us being weak so to avoid all of that stuff you have to picture yourself being in a boxing ring going up against Mike Tyson, whether he's today's Mike Tyson or 
the eighties Mike Tyson, which is the most deadly in my opinion. But you have to picture yourself going up against Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson is the kid's mother who who's alienating. You're gonna get knocked down by Mike Tyson. Not Tyson knocked many people down. You're gonna get knocked down, but the part that's gonna make you a strong, courageous father is you get up before the ten count. You show them that Tyson's not gonna whoop my ass. Tyson's not gonna keep me down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get up. Like I'm gonna get up and show Mike Tyson who is our kid's mother. That that deadbeat mom that's alienating us. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get up and show that mom that you can't keep me down for the 10 count. The more you knock me down, the more I'm going to keep getting right back up. You hit me you hit me with rock bottom, I'm going to get right back up. And continuously showing you that nothing's going to stop me from being a father. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. That's what makes you an Iron Man dad. That's what makes you a super dad. That's what makes you a cool dad. That's what makes you an awesome dad. And the fact that no matter what little bit of time you have, no matter... Even if five minutes, ten minutes, five thirty to eight thirty, or whatever, you're always there. You're always fighting because for the rest of the eighteen years, you have to show your kid's mother that the fact that not only do I gotta deal with you, but you gotta deal with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna keep on helping you unless I get my joint cussing. Mm-hmm. We gonna keep coming mother. back in and out of exactly. here till I get what I'm looking for. Exactly. Exactly. We got to be like a boomerang. You throw us away, we come right back at you. Uh-huh. So, Arcadio, man, and then I just want to put the shoe on the other foot. What would you say to a mother who's alienating a child from a father? Grow up. Ah, I it's like not that. About, it's, not, it's not about you at this point. It's about the child. You have to personally stop putting your own feelings before your child. Because if you say you love your child, you have to put your feelings last. Mm-hmm. Any mother that really they love their child, we wouldn't be putting their feelings before their child. And if they do put their feelings before their child, then they're 100% selfish. And in my eyes, and anybody else that's listened to me, that agree with me, but in my eyes, they're nothing but a deadbeat mother because a deadbeat mother puts their feelings first before their own child. And their feelings is being with both parents. Mm-hmm. My message to all mothers that are alienating their child is very short and simple. Grow up. Well, I couldn't agree with you anymore on that, man. I think that, man, it just takes putting the shoe, you know, on the other foot. Like I started off the question with, man. Like, honestly, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, try... You wouldn't want to miss any time with your kids. Fucking try not to have him miss any time with his, man. Well, I think there was a lot to learn from your story. I think that your story shows um, fucking, it shows, first of all, it shows that there's dads out there who get weekends and we're upset. You know what I mean? And then I always am reminded all the time. I am upset with my every other weekends because I know for 100% fact I need more time. I'm not happy with every other weekends. That's four days out of 30. That's nothing. You know what I mean? What What about the other 26? You feel me? So, um, pretty much, man, I, I feel like, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, I feel like what we can learn is, man, is that you get less time, you know, than I get. You feel me? And look what you're doing. 
Look at your spirit. Look at your energy. You know what I mean? You ain't quit. You helping other people. You spoke a deadbeat mom's there. I think you shared something today with a lady running away from police, right? That's what I'm saying. She's running away from the police, doing the dash. You know what I mean? Crashes the car, fucking off it. Listen, I think your story shows that there's dads out there like me who don't get that much time. And you're getting three hours. And, and, and you have to make that happen in a New York rush hour time. You know what I mean? And fuck. And you keep your spirit up. You feel me? For all the dads out there, man, who hear this story, who went back and listened to my story, if you are sitting in a volatile relationship, uh, and it's ugly, and it's you're getting knives pulled on you, and your kids are being threatened to be killed, uh, what I what we would advise you to do is plan first. Also, understand what may be ahead. Do you hear what Arcadio is going through? Do you hear any other the podcasts or any other fathers talking or me talking? I just want to say right now, your kid might get kidnapped for a while, and the state might not give a fuck. So you have to be prepared. But if you don't do what's best for you, you could easily, easily lose your case before it even starts. You know what I'm saying? So do what's best for you. Don't be afraid to take the proper steps. So yeah, what I'm, I was just saying, we need to... We need to damn, we pretty much just need to come together, man, and stop the damn madness. You know what I mean? We need to come together and figure out how to stop the madness, man. If you out there parent, parental alienating, give the kid back, man. You wouldn't want that shit to happen to you, man. But let's just take a step back and look at our KDL story, man. This dude's fighting. He's fighting tooth and nail. He's fighting. So if you out there and this is you going through that, you know what I mean? Do the right thing, man, and think about how we survive. Your kid might get kidnapped, but you have to make it through. You know what I mean? Because we made it through, and it is going to be a rocky ride. But look at Arcadio. He's created a platform to share and help other folks that show him, man. What if there's somebody in New York right now who can't see their kid? They look at Arcadio, and just for one day, they get a glimmer of hope. You know what I mean? That's what we're doing here. We're eliminating hopelessness. This shit has to go away. You know what I mean? Do you have anything to add on to that, Arcadio? Never give up. That's it. Never give up. Never Your give kids up. are worth fucking for a long time. I definitely feel that. Well, Arcadio, um, you want to shout out that handle one more time for uh, for your platform? Do I want to sing? I couldn't hear you. You said, do I want to shout out what? You want to you wanna drop your handle for your platform? Yes, everybody, please follow Fathers Are Important. On Instagram, where we have our most dominant followers at, and where all of the podcast shows are are at, and also please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube. You can find all of the podcast shows on YouTube. Fathers and are important. Yes, yes. And before we also go, I want to give a big, big shout out to my son. Ah. I know he can't. I know you can't hear me because he's only one years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> But if he ever if he ever does hear this, I just want to let him know that daddy loves you and daddy gonna always keep fighting for you. Hey, that gave me goosebumps, man. Little Arcadio, 
all of everything that he do, man, he doing it for you, bro. And that's the whole truth. So help me God. And I also, man, it ain't just for you. He doing it for your grandpa, for your grandpa wanted done for you. And your great-grandpa wanted done for you. And it's for all the other little babies in your situation right now, little baby Arcadio. And that's the whole truth. Man, listen, Arcadio, I appreciate you stopping by and, and giving us good, inf good, good content and good, a great fucking story and a great of uh, just a story of, of somebody who didn't want to take it. And you, you, you got punched in the mouth, but you got up and you ready to rock. So, man, I think anybody can hear that and they need to relate to that um, or could relate to that. Man, you've done some service today. So I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Anytime, hey, man, we a unit, bro. You got my real number, too. I already sent it to you. This, 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 I want to say this on the record. Anytime you need, man, want to hit me up, you feeling like, bro, please use, use my number or you can hit me up on Facebook, whatever you need from me. I'm ready to visit your platform. Uh, fathers are important. I'm ready whenever you need me, bro. If it's Sunday, I'll, it'll be, it'll have to be a later one like this so my kids can go to sleep, but it'll, I'll probably be a little better on a, on like the following day, you know what I'm saying, or whatever's best for you, I'll make it work, bro, if we gotta do it, I'll, I'll make it work, you know what I'm saying, I'll make it work, just let me know, man, I appreciate you, man, and you just keep, uh, bro, please, keep inspiring, folks, thank you, you're welcome, thank talk you. to you next time, you take care, man, all right, so there you hear, that was our, uh, Great interview with Arcadio, and it just goes to show, man, fathers, there's no one cut way dry your, your story may go. Fathers out there who are going through it, you may listen to this podcast. Look, man, shit can get real, and sometimes the other party has done some pretty crazy things, you know what I'm saying, and it really is real, and the best thing to do Quite honestly, the best thing to do is to do what's best for you and your children in the long run. So, I appreciate you guys listening. Now, I'm going to wrap up uh, episode 14 here. I appreciate you guys listening. There's a correction. This is actually episode fucking 15. So, I fucked that up at the beginning, but... You get the you get you get the gist. Listen, covet is still real, okay? So if you um if you're gonna go out wear your mask, um wear gloves, don't be touching everything. It's extremely important. Uh, if you're fucking sick, stay at the crib. Don't be fucking just don't. You know what I'm saying? Take it easy. Stay at the crib. It's been about a year now. You know the rules. Stay at home for a couple days, man. A good couple days too. I appreciate you guys listening, and please look forward to our next podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, folks.